Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! All right, let's start. And, um, you know, I'm going to be in a minority here, and I don't want to sit there and say they're going to the Super Bowl because they uh, most likely aren't with the quarterback because to get to a Super Bowl, as we've discussed a lot in the last 10, 12 days, to get to a Super Bowl uh, in this day and age with the accent on offense, you need a quarterback who can win the game for you. And I understand that, uh, you know, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl, Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl. I understand that. It's not impossible. uh, But the bottom line is, for the most part, you need a guy in there uh, in the course of the regular year and then in a postseason game and then, of course, later on and maybe in the actual Super Bowl itself. You need the guy that the uh, behind center who, when all things go to hell, he can go out there and win a the football game for you. And the Jets don't have that right now. So when push comes to shove without Aaron Rodgers, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to pretend that Zach Wilson, who has been a colossal disappointment, I am not going to pretend that Zach Wilson's going to be the guy that's going to go 80 yards in the snow on a cold day on the road against a good defense to win a game. So Rodgers can do that and, you know, to win championships, uh, having that guy behind, that's why they get 50 man a year. I mean, that goes a long way and the Jets don't have that, so I understand that. But the idea now that we are going to write the Jets off and essentially say this is a disaster, and then the other idea that the Jets can't go forward with Zach Wilson and they got to find another quarterback. Where are they going? You What, what do you want, Haneke? I mean, gee whiz, he couldn't make it in Washington. You don't want him. I mean, you're Matt Ryan. He's a broadcaster right now trying to get through Catalan, uh, who it does not make his partners good. Uh, and so Ryan's trying to handle that as Andrew tries to make sure Catalan goes to the same cities after games that he does so he can get in the private plane. Uh, so that, uh, isn't that right, Andy? Uh, so from that standpoint, that's not he's not coming. He's not retiring. Uh, so that's out. Uh, or unretiring, I should say. So that's out. I mean, what do you want, Brian Hoyer? I mean, who do you want here to come in. I don't want Carson Wentz. Who do you want to come in from the from the sky to rescue the Joe Namath is 80. He's not doing it. So where are you going to get a quarterback? So if you're the Jets, the answer is Wilson. He is the guy that you are going to entrust and you're going to entrust him, I think, for the majority of the year. Yes, you need another body to be a guy that will go in in case he gets his bell rung, something happens. You need to put somebody in there for a couple of plays, but hopefully not on much longer than that. you got to find somebody. I'm not denying that, but the idea that there is hope um, around the bend for the Jets at the position on September 18th, whatever the date is, is mind-bogglingly stupid. I mean, that's just not the case. This is the guy, and he's their quarterback. Case closed. They didn't think they are going to have to use him this year. They hope they could have sat him down and, you know, basically sit and learn, but, you know, they had a freaky injury the second time in 25 years they've had that with a big quarterback with an Achilles, and so as a result, they are forced to throw Wilson to the fire, but the idea now that A, the Jets are going to collapse or B, there's a solution elsewhere, you know, Andy Dalton really uh, is not, that's not going to happen. So you're going to have to sink or swim with this guy, and I don't think that the Jets are going to be a total disaster with him at the position. Number one, they they won the game Monday night. I mean, that's the first thing you got to put in your thick head if you think the Jets are going to be a mess. They won the game on Monday night, and at the half they knew that they were finished with Rodgers for the year. They all knew when they walked in 
the halftime, down 13-3, that Rodgers had the torn Achilles, and that was it. They knew that. The Jets gave you more wrong information about an ankle x-ray. You heard Samini tell us that yesterday. Uh, they, they knew at the half that they were going to have to go for the whole year. The players knew, the coaching staff knew that Rodgers was not going to be part of the program. They knew that. And yet they still had the wherewithal. And yes, Josh Allen had a lot to do with it. Don't get me wrong. But they still had the wherewithal of the Jets in that spot to get the job done and win the game. Now, they played it very conservatively. And they didn't take any chances at 13-all. After that fumble, they made sure that Wilson was not going to throw the ball. They handed the ball off seven or eight times. And there is going to be a time in these games where they won't be able to get away with that. And they're going to have to put the ball in his hands. Um, As Herm Edwards always used to tell us, uh, the great Herm on the Fridays at five, you need the quarterback to win four or five games or three or four games a year. And I'm not sure if Wilson can do that. But the Jets team itself is good enough that they should not fall off the face of the earth with Rodgers out. I don't see first off they got a neck. We all know they got a big de- we got a big time defense. Number two they got the two running backs this year and Hall hopefully won't tear his ACL six games into the season. So they got Hall number one and of course they got Delvin Cook number two. Their offensive line's a little better because Beckton has returned at right tackle and we don't know how good he is but they didn't have him at all last year. He was a you know top 8-9 pick in the NFL draft. Uh, Rodgers uh, hopefully had some influence on Wilson, where Zach would be a little better off. He spent five months with him, uh, and so maybe some of that Rodgers' knowledge wore off a little bit and rubbed off, and maybe that's a positive. He can't be any worse than he was last year, and they've already won one game, and here come the Patriots in 10 days. So the idea now, in my eyes, that the Jets models will not play the next 16 games, I don't buy it. Now, are the Jets going to go, you know, 13-4? and four? Probably not. Are the Jets going to win the AFC East? You know, uh, bets would think and logic would tell you no. Miami will, maybe even still Buffalo. But the idea that the Jets can't manage themselves into the postseason conversation uh, around Christmas time, I do not buy that whatsoever. I mean, the AFC South's only got Jacksonville. I mean, you know, the AFC West, you know, two of the teams that you like, we all know Kansas City's good and the Chargers have Herbert. But, I mean, you know, and the Raiders are sitting there. So, I mean, we don't know about how many could come out of the AFC West. Let's say two. Uh, the a- the NFC North, the AFC North might beat each other up all year, and I've Everybody has a 9-8 and eight record. Who knows? We'll get a little taste of that this weekend when the two 1-0 teams play the two teams that are 0-1 on the road. Baltimore at Cincinnati and Cleveland will be in Pittsburgh. We'll get a little better feel there. And the AFC East, we, you know, Buffalo's already 0-1. So the idea, and there's seven teams that get in. It's not two teams. I mean, they put the whole NFL, the whole league makes the playoffs. 14 out of 32 get in. So the idea somehow, some way that the Jets monster just canceled the year is absurd. They got a big defense. They can run the ball. Their offensive line's a little better. I mean, he's bound to be a little better than he was a year ago. He was a little better in the second half there on Monday night. Rodgers, maybe something rubs off on him. He is the quarterback. There's no help. There's nobody else. You know, last year he had Mike White behind him, and Mike White had some good moments the year before, and so maybe he pressed a little bit because he knew they had somebody else that they can stick in there, uh, a young player at the position that he pressed. They don't have that this year. Matt Ryan isn't that answer. All right, I'm sorry. No, and nor is Wentz, and nor is Taylor Haneke, and all these, uh, Tyler Haneke, whatever his name is. These aren't the guys. This is the quarterback.
So to me, I think, again, I'm not going to say they're going to go 12 and 5. All right. I get that. But to sit there and say that the Jets somehow, some way, can't figure out a way to get the 10 wins to me, I do not understand that. I don't see why they can't win 10 ball games. They've already won one. They have Houston. They have Atlanta. You know, what are they going to lose? Every game to the Patriots, Bills, and Miami in the, comp- in the division? I don't buy that. Well, they can't beat the Raiders on the road. They can't beat the Chargers at home. That's impossible. They I don't buy that either. So uh, the fact of the matter is, and then, of course, you're talking about the, uh, you know, the NFC. And let me look at that schedule. And by the way, I saw Raj today, and Raj, uh, and I, I talked to him, gave me a big, you know, one of those draft day hugs. I got one of those, and Raj signed my book again. The facts and figures. He said, yeah, I've been hearing all the stories. You're right. I very rarely send those out, and I did um, sign yours for you. Uh, you're the only guy that's serious. Uh, I'll sign it again just to confirm, and he did. So there you go. Anyway, uh, the Jets' schedule, I mean, let, quickly let's go through it, and let's see if we can figure out a way, and let's be optimistic, okay? Let's not say they're going to lose every game. Let's figure that they can see if they can win 10. They already got one. Can they beat New England at home? Absolutely. That would be two. They beat Denver last year in Denver. Why can't they do that again? Again, that's three. All right. The Giants, we saw them on Sunday afternoon. I mean, the Giants did not have a practice all summer, so maybe they won't practice for the Jet game. That's four. The Chargers aren't that good. That's five. The Raiders, they can't win a game out in Vegas against against Raiders. They could win that. That's six possible wins. You know, uh, say they'll lose at Buffalo. Miami at home on Thanksgiving that weekend, they can win that game. That's seven. Atlanta, they can win at home. Houston, they can win at home. Uh, Washington, they can win at home. I mean, that's 10 or 11 games, and they certainly can beat the Browns and Patriots the last two games of the year. So the idea is somehow, that's about 12 ball games that the Jets could win. Could. 12. All right, I'm going to give you the Buffalo games, a tough game to win. One of those Miami games, they won't win. I, I, I'm going to get, you know, Kansas City, Then I, I, I'll give you three or four of them. But to sit there and say that they can't go out there and figure out a way to win uh, 9, 10, ball, I, I don't understand it. I think they can. So I'm going to be on record today. And here it is. I'm going to sit there and be rooting for Jack Zach Wilson, which is hard for me to believe because, you know, I, I'm not a big fan. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, more importantly to be right than, you know, let anything get in the way. And I want to be right. That's why I'm on the air. That's why I'm here. I want to be right. So that's number one. So I wanted to do the Jets. Number two, I noticed today, and, and let me get to this because this is important. I noticed today the lack of, and it's not serious, it's Chris Russo. I noticed today the lack of power that Christopher Russo has. I mean, I sat there today over at ESPN, all revved up, ran to go. You know, my little Wednesdays, I can go out there and scream and yell, fun. And I was told, hey, we got Roger Goodell in. Wow, we got Roger Goodell in? Wow, we got Raj? He's coming in? Not in a fight? Yeah, coming in, Chris. Wow, what a chance. So I got myself all revved up, thought on the trip in that I was going to really have an opportunity to talk to the commissioner, something we haven't had a chance to do since I bothered him a few years ago about the Vikings maybe moving to L.A. and he didn't talk to me for the last seven or eight years So because I was mad at the Wolves for bailing out on Minnesota and maybe moved with Cronky to L.A. So I said, well, look at this. I got a chance to do a good interview with, with Steve, with Roger, uh, with, with Roger Goodell. So I got myself all revved up. I did a good first hour. I made sure I had uh, 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 Swagoo uh, and Molly had their chances to shine because I knew I was going to have a chance to shine between 11 and 12. And so I sat down and Roger came in and I said, Chris, what are you doing? Well, I mean, I'm, uh, what do you mean what I'm doing? I mean, and this is, these are, these are floor uh, tech guys. Uh, this is not even producers. These are floor techs. Chris, Chris, scoot over. Well, all right, I'll scoot over. Where's Roger going to sit? 
No, scoot. Well, all right, I'll, I'll give him enough room. I'm not going to bite him. Uh, no, Chris, scoot out. Scoot out? What do you mean, scoot out? Well, you're not a part of this. I am not part of this? What? Yeah, we don't want you on. This is this is a Stephen A. production. You're out. See ya. So I left with my tail between my legs, and I realized, wow, I am a piece of garbage. Uh, I couldn't get a couple seconds in uh, with Raj. I saw him after the interview, and he said, oh, hi, Chris. How are you? Where are you again? Roger, where? Your partner. What, serious? We haven't anything to do with Sirius in years. Who cares about Sirius? Yeah, um, no, all right, and he left. And I spoke to his PR people thinking maybe I can get, you know, I'd love to have him on. Chris, uh, we'll try. When they tell you they'll try, you know, it's, it's out the window. So I come here. I had to put on Mary Chapin Carpenter to cheer up a little bit. And my driver loved her, so that was a break. I came here, and I said, all right, you know, maybe the day will be salvaged because I know I got Carrie Underwood in. And that's why I came, because Carrie Underwood's here today. And I can pretend that I love the songs that she sings on Sunday night, you know. We wait all day for Sunday night football, that nonsense. So I figured I'll pretend I, I, I do wait all day. And I thought for sure I'll have Carrie Underwood in. So I, uh, I, she's in the fishbowl, and I saw the Sirius XM people, and I said, okay, what time? You want me to tape Carrie? How do you want me to handle this? I want me to start at 3 o'clock. Whatever you want me to do. I mean, you know, I know she's busy, but, you know, I don't want to put her on at 4. I got Phillips on. I can't do it at 4. And I read 5, so I can't do it at 4. I got to get her in before... What, Chris? Yeah, I, I mean, uh, my window is basically between 3.20 and 3.40, but I, I, I'll, I'll give her plenty of time. I'll shut up. What? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm here. I came this, to the studio today to do Carrie Underwood. Well, who gave you that information? Well, that's what it seemed to tell me. Eddie Erickson, Colin Schmeling. Now, we specifically asked, they asked, would you like Carrie? I said, absolutely. I said, all right, we'll make it work. Get it here. Tell your little host to get here. So I got here at, uh, you know, 1.15, camped out at the elevators, hoping I'd run into Carrie and say, hi, Carrie, Chris Russo. Yeah, I watch you all the time on what you're mad about. But uh, that didn't work out. I had my little sandwich. I spilled some iced tea all over the computers upstairs, which bothered people. And then I came downstairs at quarter to three, expecting that I kicked What's his name out? Decker? I kick him out of the studio and I get Carrie in. We do a quick spot and we have some fun and away we go. And they left the building without even an acknowledgement that I existed. So I have since learned, and here's the here's the kicker. Can you imagine, and I do a show for the network, that Rob Manford is going to go do first take on October 4th, but I'm not in the interview. He's going to do 25 minutes with Dominic Foxworth and Stephen A. And I'm back in the green room with Rob Manford. That's a, that's a kick and you know what. right there. Chris, you won't be on October 4th. Well, well, you know, you get paid. But you know me, I don't care about the money. I care about shining. That's all I, as, as Eddie says, I am a publicity, what's the word? Blank. <laughs> a publicity blank. That's what he said. That's what I care about, getting publicity. I am, I'm, so, uh, but I don't get Manfred now. Now, we know Silva's never going to come on. Bettman goes on for anybody, so I got a chance for him. But, I mean, I can't get the commissioner. Major. Here it is. I do a show on his network, and he won't, and, 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 and ESPN refuses to give me a chance. So there you go. So, so that is the lesson I got in humility today uh, as a 40-year-old host. And not only that, speaking of which, all of a sudden, Shannon Sharp, who was a competitor of Stephen A. with Bayless for the last four or five years, all of a sudden, what are they? he's on two days, I'm only on one. And what are they doing on Friday? They're doing first take live in Boulder. 
And I give you one guess who's going to be on the host show that day. Shannon Sharp. I get the hint, guys. But that's on a Friday. That's not his normal day. And not his normal day. That's the point. But they're putting Shannon on and they're flying him out to Boulder. Private plane and everything. And this Carrie Underwood, this had Graham Nash written all over oh, it. Oh, this is the same you Graham Nash thing when lobby? I had to go to the bathroom to see if Graham would recognize me. Maybe he was a big sports fan, and I got nothing out of him. I said, Graham, big fan. He said, yeah, it's been a hell of a life when he walked out. So today, we'll talk to Ira, Steve Phillips, with Phil Lombardi on, maybe Steve Peichel. Come by and say hello. Gary D. King. Who? So we'll get Bill and Chevy Chase, of course. He's a guest. Uh, we'll, we'll put on our normal crew. And they're, and, and they're all great supporters, and they've been tremendous. Which You know, we'll get, uh, you know, uh, somehow find Barry Melrose, EJ Raddick, you know. Uh, PJ, we'll, we'll track him down. Let's not forget PJ. Uh, he's our pal. We'll do that. Um, who else? Uh, you know, we can't even use, Stan, we Boy, can't Van, even use uh, Jeff Van Gundy anymore. Uh, maybe we can track down Bud Black. They've they've lost a hundred games. He might be available. But we'll preview the the series with us. Preview the in series the car on the way yeah, back to yeah. San Diego. Yeah, but she's done. So you get the idea. Uh, we uh, and here's the kicker. I'm still. We're gonna put it on our Instagram account today. The photographs and the live video stream of last year in San Diego when I was right by the MLB network waiting for their seconds so to speak and uh, and uh, Aaron Boone and Jason Zillow walk right by and did not come on no he's not available today and I was sitting right next to him that was something that was a that and we was, waited we waited for we even stayed late I I, I would have stayed to seven o'clock Tory show stinks anyway I was gonna stay, I stayed to seven o'clock and he I could and I swear to God I was two feet from Aaron Boone two feet so here it is I like to think I'm a big deal I like to think I'm a big deal. Let's call it like he's. Let's call it like we see it. I'm a piece of garbage. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from three to six p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.